Are you on the path? Then you found the right show. Are you the spiral or the zero? In and out of time, you can call me hero. In the distant future, I can see the hero. My gift is foresight, love sharing insight, stimulating thoughts about life. Using metaphors, are we living in the night? Exposing the dark, I bring awareness to the light, igniting the spark. What's going on with you, baby? This is your host, Jay Sparks, and you're now listening to Ignite the Spark, brought to you by internalmonarch.com. If you happen to go to the website, you'll be able to check out the links that will allow you to download the app Anchor, and you can then follow us on that on that app and then call us to do a show with us if you choose to do so, or you can leave voice comments instead of having to type in your comments. With that being said, family, let me go ahead and give you a rundown about what you are about to be listening to. In the first section, we're going to be talking to a lady named Elle. Elle is a, um, she's a voter. I'm a non-voter. And we came across each other from a, a topic called Let's Argue. When we first came across each other, we couldn't argue about anything. We both were able to relate and resonate with each other. And so we couldn't figure anything out to argue about. So we just decided to do one of the ones that's easy to do, and that's politics. And so um, with L being the first section of the segment, we talked about voting versus non-voting. And um, I, try to, I try to bring some awareness to her as far as why I personally don't vote. And, um, you know, just the reason why I would, I would like to vote. But, you know, I try to bring up some, some points that um, I think the American people should kind of try to consider um, or, or at least try to implement something close to it so that we can fix the voting system. In the second section, in the second segment, we talked to a person named Nolan. Nolan's a 19-year-old who, um, who has a lot of insight on politics. He seems to have his head on his shoulders. He seems to be uh, versed in politics. He knows his history and things of that nature. And so, you know, I, I kind of talked to him about um, some of the awareness as far as bringing awareness to, you know, the corruption and basically, um, you know, I guess... More, I don't want to say it without really bringing, you know, telling you about the show. So I'm just trying to bring it some of the small sections to you right now. But yeah, me and him talked about politics. We talked about, like I said, the super delegates and the and the, and the delegates and and the and the fact of the matter of how um, these this section of voting can supersede the American vote. And was that something that we should be doing or is that something we should get rid of? So that's what we talked about in the second segment. And then in the very last segment, I saved Adam Moo for last because Adam Moo, he came with a section that was very, very uh, controversial, which is government is bad. You know, is government bad? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I don't me coming from a, a different perspective. I would say government is not bad. You know, I, I, I listened to the podcast and I kind of messed up and said government is bad. But I meant to say government is not bad. And the reason why I say that is because government, the people are the government. That kind of got bleeped out of the show for some reason or another, bad connection or something. But I want to make sure I clarify that, that the people are the government. And I was coming from that angle. So he wanted to talk about taxes being immoral and, you know, any, anything, anytime the government takes something without your permission, that's that's immoral. And, you know, should we um, allow that or not? So, you know, I'm going to listen to that section as well. And I would like to hear some of your thoughts about the topics that we talk about today. I would like to hear some of your solutions as far as how we can fix some of these problems. And um, like again, like I said, if you don't want to leave your, your comment through text message, you can go to internalmonarch.com. Go through how it works, and you will see 
um, how to download the app and leave your voice comment or just to call into the show. With that being said, family, I'm going to get up off this and let you listen to the show. And until the end of the show, I'll get back with you with my commentary. Peace. All right. Well, welcome to a nice show today. We have a co-host on the show named L. And uh, the name of this topic that we're going to be doing is basically picking an argument. And she's going to have her side and I'm going to have my side. But before we get into that topic, I'd like to let uh, Elle introduce herself. So, Elle, please introduce yourself to the audience, please. Hi, my name is Elle. It's lovely to be here. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So we talked earlier today and we, we really didn't have nothing to argue about. So instead, we kind of just, you know, just got to know each other. And I gave you a couple of resources about some of the stuff you talked about. And uh, right at the end of the show, we kind of came to a point to where we can have an argument. You know, it's not really a good thing to say, but, hey, we came to an argument. And uh, the argument that we chose to, to talk on is one that people kind of do on a daily basis, and that's politics. And I told L, well, L, I told you, I'm not talking to them, I'm talking to you. So I told you, L, that I don't vote. And your response was, why not? <laughs> okay. Why? Well, now, why let me ask you this question before I explain to you why I don't vote? Okay. Can you explain to me what's the importance of voting in, a, in today's system? Okay. We are, uh, it, well, I guess I should have asked you before, are, are you a U.S., are you living in the U.S.? Yes, ma'am. I'm definitely oh. in, I'm in Nashville. Oh, okay. I'm in Texas. Okay. 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 So we are afforded so many luxuries as U.S. citizens or as U.S. residents, whatever you want to call yourself. And, you know, uh, it's just like with anything. When you buy a home, you get to enjoy your home, but you have certain responsibilities that you have to take care of in order to keep to maintain your home. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with a car, same thing with a job, life in general. The same thing goes to, you know, um, being a part of this country. You know, we have certain civic duties that, uh, you know, I wish more often were required of us, but we're lucky enough that there are things that are suggested we should do. You know, maybe you should go to jury duty every now and then. If you're able to, maybe you should vote. Maybe you should do certain things, you know, or join the, the um, arm, one of the armed services. We're not okay. forced to. We're given the option. Which is wonderful because there's, you know, it doesn't always suit someone. But the more we participate in um, these things that are requested of us, the more we can gather uh, firsthand information on those things that control our surroundings. Um, okay. You know. Okay. Now, um, you did kind of say we right now if we are we're not really required to do certain things but mm -hmm. you would kind of like if we were and i would i have to disagree with that i would definitely mm -hmm. argue to the teeth and bones with that because mm -hmm. i don't as a you know as a as a child you are respond you are required to do what you're told to do mm -hmm. but when you're starting to get to your sovereignty then there's no one who no one is saying hey don't go to work i'm going to pay all your bills so they're not saying that they should not be, then you shouldn't have any type of um, requirements as far as someone making you take an action unless they're actually taking care of you and you ain't, and you just live in a free life. But 
you know, and then you also said something about the civic duties and, you know, being a part of something. And my question or my argument about that is, yes, it would be a beautiful thing for people to go and vote and things of that nature. However, why would someone participate in something that they know is a game? People are not really taking it serious. The, the American public are taking it serious, but the people who are actually representing the public are not really taking it serious. You can, you, can, you, know, you, can, you can see that from just like this, this election, you know, the American people voted. They, they took time off of work, lost money, some of them did, to, to go and do this process. They, you know, they, they, they might be living paycheck to paycheck, but they feel so a part of the system that they took a chance to take no money that day to go and vote. But their vote was superseded by the electoral college, who people don't even know who they are. You know, and they, and they have much, they have so much power that they can overrule the entire nation's um, consent or vote. So, with that being said, that's the reason why me pers- I, I personally doesn't I don't vote mm-hmm. is because I won't I will never jump in a monopoly game where Elle, every time she passes go she get five hundred dollars and every time I pass go I get one hundred and fifty. I'm not even getting my two hundred. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. so that's the reason for my reasoning i would love to vote i really would because i love to make a difference however mm-hmm. I, I don't like to i don't like to make a false i don't like to be in a false illusion or just be doing something just to be going through the motions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then can i ask you then how you how how do you expect it to change or how do you expect it to turn into what we're promised when we first hear about voting you know that that illusion that we're given? Well, people ask me that a lot too. And because I don't vote, you know, I always tell people, you know, to fix the system. And I well, how, what do you suggest we do, you know? And I always tell them, you know, I'm like, you know, treat them like selling. I was talking about this the other day. Treat, them, treat them, the politicians and the government people who represent the American people, treat them like selling. And what I mean by that is if they come into the system, right, mm-hmm. and they represent the people, but then they get caught in some type of corruption or they're mishandling the taxes or something they're not supposed to be doing as while representing the people. Uh-huh. Throw they behind, not in jail, but just throw them out of the, the sector of the American people. And just like a seven, what does it happen to the seven? They don't always protect themselves with a gun. So now they have to kind of take a knife to a gunfight or go back to prison. They no longer can be a part of the system, so they can't vote and actually make any decisions as what way the country is going. And they also will have to have a hard time trying to find work because now they're selling, so it's only foul, so they can't get work. So why not treat the politicians the same exact way? Not, not as far as the guns and all that stuff, but as far as saying, hey, you, you uh, abuse the, the trust of the American people. You no longer can represent the American people. Now you have to go find another job somewhere. It might be hard, but hey, that's what it is, right? Uh-huh. I like that. I can't, I, I can't argue against that. I mean, I totally think that would be something, a great idea. <laughs> I mean, you have, there has to be some sort of penalty for those types of abuse. Clearly, there's nothing that we're currently enforcing that uh, would dissuade so much of what we're, we're watching happen right now. Yeah. But ha- but who, how how would we put a power in place? How would we put someone to to ensure that uh, those people are, uh, I guess, punished would be the word for it. 
I would say that comes from due diligence. A lot of people um, kind of vote based off emotion and not really based off um, mm -hmm. what's off, off truth. They base off mm -hmm. emotion. The TV is marketing to their subconscious mind without them even mm -hmm. really knowing what's going on. And yeah. so they, they, have, they have preferences, not even knowing why they have these preferences. So a person can get on TV and say, I'm going to change the world and make the world a better place, more energy for the world. And then when they get into their office, the only thing they focus on is, is giving the oil company better prices for gas. So you did work mm -hmm. on energy, but just not for the right people, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but that's not something that's surprising if you actually do your research and look into these people's history. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You look into these politicians' history as far as how they've been voting and stuff like that. It don't matter what they say on the TV. You have, it's right there. You can see it for your own self and then you make yeah. a decision. So I would say in order to actually in, in, incorporate something like that is to actually truly inform the American people about what these people are really representing instead of letting the TV just tell you something and then you don't question it. It's almost like um, if you have a belief in Santa Claus and then you find out as you get older, you find out Santa Claus is not real. But do you question your parents? Like, Mom, why the hell did you tell me Santa Claus was real? What's the purpose of the lie? You didn't ask that question. You just kind of just say, yeah, I know it wasn't real. Just leave it alone. But you don't even ask why you were even lied to in the first place. To be a part, be a, mm -hmm. to be a part of something, really. You know, <laughs> that's really what it boils down, down to. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I, and I understand it. I think that if... <laughs> But for me, it comes off like what you're saying, maybe without realizing, is that we do need to vote, to vote, but we need to be educated when we vote. And in that sense, I absolutely, I mean, I couldn't agree more because I think, uh, especially the way you were saying it, you know, when we, I know for myself. I turned 18 and that was one of the most exciting things I, I, I was looking forward to was my very first vote. And this is back, like I said, we're close in age range. So okay. there wasn't the access to information that we have now on every little thing, right? Yeah. If, you know, if you, had the, if you had the internet, you know, you were doing good and there was some <laughs> stuff you could find out, but it wasn't, you know, this overwhelming amount that we have now. And I remember going to look for, okay, so what do I need to do to vote? Who am I voting for? What are my options? And there wasn't a lot of information. There wasn't like this real easy for me to read rundown. And then the next time I went to vote or when I went to vote, I wasn't super excited about it. And I felt uneasy because yeah, I, you know, I had to go off of you know, stupid stuff like, okay, uh, this one's on the left, this one's on the right, and this one I got a good feeling about. So let me just push that one, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, that is absolutely not a way to vote. And I felt so negative about it that I thought, gosh, you know, I've got to figure something out before the next time comes around. Well, the next time came around, and yeah, there was more information on the internet about, you know, what your options were and a little bit about the candidates, but it still wasn't like what we have now. And I still only, uh, I still felt uncomfortable after voting, but I felt a little better about it. And every time I've continued to learn and educate myself on who my options are in my county, in my state, and what things look like politically around me and whether or not, I mean, I'm, I'm in a red county, so 
kind of like you said, you know, whether I like it or not, it's going to end up most likely in opposite of, in opposition of what I'm wanting things to go. Mm-hmm. But the, but if you don't try, if you don't continue to make that effort, then you're one less person pushing in that direction. And so how will the tide ever turn if we all continue to just recede away from our goal, our, our collective goal? Okay. Well, you know, like if you were in the kitchen cooking food, you know, and um, you were trying to bake a cake, so you're pouring flour, in, you're breaking your eggs, and you're pouring your flour inside the, you know, the bowl, mixing it. And I was helping you make this cake. So you said, hey, every time I cut the egg, pour a little bit of flour in this bowl. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So as we're working together, you know, we're trying to make this cake together. You're doing your part. But what I'm not doing, I'm not, not I'm either not paying attention or I just don't care. So you, you broke your three or four little eggs, but I'm continually to put powder on your cake, even when it's not even needing no powder anymore. You didn't put your eggs in there. You didn't stir it up. You got it ready to go in the oven. But I'm still putting powder on top, flour on top of this cake. You eventually gonna be like, hey man, hey Jay, this, this cake is ready to be made. Like, why are you still putting the flour on the cake? And what are you doing? I'm, right. So the reason I'm saying that is because you know the same thing goes with power or government or voting. Like, I understand you're saying like we need to do this to you know make things work, but instead of voting. You know, mm-hmm. uh, how about fixing the process first and then go and vote? You know, you don't you don't go outside and wreck a yard while the trees the leaves are still falling off the tree because you just be going through the motions. <laughs> you know, you've got there forever, so you don't keep you don't continue to vote while you're knowing the system is corrupt. You you take the time to fix that, and you got four to eight years in between each section to kind of work towards fixing that. But it seems like the American the American public wants to vote. And they're not really doing their civic job, as what you said earlier. They're not really doing their civic job. You might vote, but your, your job is not to vote. Your job is to vote and then monitor your vote. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because if you mm-hmm. vote for someone based off of something and they're not, based, and you, and they're not really doing what you, you know, assume for them to do, then they stole your vote and they didn't really deserve it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that means you got to go now to get them out of that position that you put them in. You don't want to put a... You don't want to put a um, a racist. You don't hire a racist and, and put him in the daycare, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't please, do that. Please, please don't. <laughs> you know. So I mean, but if you did, you wouldn't leave them there. You'd be like, hey, this was a bad fit for you. I gotta let you. You can't only work here. That's what you would do in that situation. But when it comes to voting, people they fail to realize that the politicians are just like the racists in, the, in a sense because they also are pretty much taken from your children. And that should be your number one treasure in life if you have any kids. So you don't want no one to take from your kids. So why would you put someone in a position that's doing that to them? Mm-hmm. I agree. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. All right. So, uh, one one topic I I found this week. Uh, have you followed the New York governor's race, or? No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't uh, followed the govern the governor race or pretty much any of the politics uh, stuff. Uh, I talk about politics. I did two shows with two people. Um, I'm gonna add this segment to it, so you'll be the third segment to that. Okay. But the people I talked okay. to, um, I talked to one guy who talked about taxes 
and taxes being immoral because um, they're being taken without your permission. And I talked to another person about voting and the importance of voting versus those who feel voting yeah. is not important or basically um, going through the motion. Yeah. Yeah, I personally believe that uh, taxation is a violation of the non-aggression principle, but that's just me. But anyway, so what do you want to talk about? What what issue do you want to talk about? Why don't you start? Uh, I don't really have to say I'm not a, I'm not a political person. I don't participate in politics as far as actually uh, voting. I was the one who I was one of the one who took the argument about uh, voting at this time is kind of a waste of time. Um, as far as um, Basically, basically, my argument with that woman was is the fact that the nation took time off their day. Some people lost money to go vote, you know, because they didn't get paid that day. And they went and they yeah. went and did the process to vote and make their voices be heard. But after the voices were heard and the, the nation heard what the people wanted to say, the electoral college said, no, 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 it don't matter what you say. What we say matters and we're going to overturn that vote. So my argument to her was about basically in order for us to if someone wants someone to vote, then they need to fix the process where the person votes actually does matter. So, I mean, I talk uh, about politics, like I said, I just don't really know too much about it to really lead the show. Yeah. Like that. Oh, so, so you're talking about the Electoral College. Yeah, I was telling her about the Electoral College over, overturning the people's vote. So if, that can, if that's the case, yeah. what's the purpose of voting if your vote can be over, overruled? Well, they do that in presidential. They don't do that in most elections, but they do that in presidential elections. And the reason why is because the framers set up the, the framers of the Constitution set up the Electoral College because they didn't want a direct democracy. Um, so in other words, like they didn't want everybody in the country to just choose some random guy like some random Starbucks employee to be president who knew nothing about the job. So they set up the Electoral College as like, a backup system uh, to prevent uh, what was known as a direct democracy. Um, so mainly what, because in most elections, I think typically the winner of the popular vote is the winner of the electoral vote. But what they do in this past election, it wasn't because what, what, what they do is everybody votes and then they just take the majority of votes from that state. And then, whoever gets the majority of votes out of that state gets the electoral votes out of that state. Okay. So, um, so what was the, what was the reason behind the, um, the electoral college overturning the rule of this election? Do you know? So, so what happened, here's what happens. Like I said, it's like the majority of people in each state, it's not that the electoral college is like, Nope, sorry, this, this isn't how this isn't, um, this isn't allowed. We're going to stop this. What they do is the Electoral College, you have to have at least 270 electoral votes. They have what's called electoral votes. Mm -hmm. And the amount of electoral votes are judged by each state or each state's population. So, for example, um, during in the news, you'll see a lot of people will go down to, uh, to Florida and Ohio to campaign because those states have a bunch of electoral votes. Mm -hmm. And those can go for either candidate. So most times candidates will try and get the states with a lot of electoral votes. And whoever gets the majority. So what happens is on election night, every state votes. Um, and so every state votes. And then whoever gets the majority of votes out of that state wins that state. And wins that state. And if you win that state, 
you get those electoral votes. So what happened in the last election was the majority of people in the country voted for Hillary Clinton, but Trump won all the big states in the electoral college. Mm -hmm. uh, like he won Ohio, Florida, North Carolina, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, all are like ginormous swing states. And because he got all those electoral votes out of those states, the majority of people in those states alone voted for him. Mm -hmm. um, and because he got the majority of votes out of those states, that helped him win the presidency. So let me ask you this question. Would it be, would it be just a simple process if we just let those states vote and let everybody else go to work to make money instead of wasting their time and voting and not getting paid and then letting the, the other vote count have more weight than their vote? Shouldn't all votes be equal? Well, so, wait, I'm trying to understand what your question is. You're saying, okay, basically from what I'm listening to what you're saying, you're saying the, people, the country did vote, but Trump got the states that had the electoral votes. He got more of those states compared to Hillary. Yeah. So my question to you, or my rebuttal to that, is why not just void out the process from other states and just letting the president or the candidates race for the states that only have electoral college votes? Because apparently that's the only thing that really matters. If, if, that's, if that's the only vote yeah. you really need to have, why even make other people, why make people go to miss work to go and vote, which is taking money off their table, if that vote is, I see you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, if we're going to, if we're going to have that yeah. kind of system in place, why are we wait, why are we going through the motion? Okay, so every single state has electoral votes. Some states have more electoral votes than states have like only like three or four electoral votes. Other states have like 45 to 50 electoral mm -hmm. votes. Uh, it's all based on population. But what happens is when you go to vote, um, let's say, I don't know what state you're in, but let's say you go on election day, you go and you vote for the Democrat. Uh, if the majority of people in your state, like you, uh, vote for the Democrat, because here's the thing, the amount of electoral votes that, uh, that a candidate gets is based on who chooses to who who the citizens vote for who the majority of citizens like you and me vote for so uh so like for example if you went in your state and you voted for the democrat and the majority of citizens like citizens that go to work and everything voted for that democrat uh then the democrat would win the state that you live in and would get all the electoral votes out of that state okay okay um, so that's, so that's mainly how it works. Do, do you, like, do you have any, uh, like questions about that or? No, like, uh, I mean, the electoral college, to my understanding was set up, you know, a long time ago, but you know, that's back when we didn't have internet and, you know, cars and we had like more like horse and horse and buggy. So it took a long time to get things across, but like now that we have a, you know, a new age of technology and you know, do faster ways yeah. of counting things. Like, is there really even a purpose to even have that in place anymore? I mean, right. I understand you said, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off, but I understand you said it was kind of set up to, you know, keep away, you know, the average worker from from Starbucks. But I mean, in today's time, like, you know, is that going to really hurt, any, hurt us anyway? I mean, we got, we kind of got people, we got the kind of, the White House is kind of like uh, open for grabs now, it seems like. So, like, yeah. could, I mean, wouldn't it, would it really hurt to have an average person in the White House who can really relate to yeah. people? 
Yeah, that's what that's that's well. I think they they their original intention was they didn't want somebody who was unqualified. Um, <laughs> although I don't know how successful that was, considering we ended up electing an, a reality TV star. But um, essentially, the the arguments from a lot of the side, you, you could argue because one of the arguments is that we should just get rid of all the electoral votes because, like, in your governor, like, if you ru- vote for like a governor's race or a senate race. There are no electoral votes. They just base it off of who the majority of people vote for. Mm-hmm. There's no, oh, this county has five electoral votes. The majority of people in this county voted for the Republican. So the Republican gets this electoral vote. No, it's just who the majority of people in that state vote for. Um, so a lot of people are saying we should do that with the presidential election. Okay. We should just, we should just get rid of every single electoral vote. And then just have everybody vote completely and then just count up everybody's votes. And then that would be it. There'd be nothing else. And a lot of people, some people argue that's the more democratic solution. Other people argue that, uh, that I, I know you say that there's technology and everything. A lot of people make the argument, though, on the other side, that um, it could lead to voter fraud. Or like if somebody, let's say somebody hacked into the machines and they wanted a certain candidate to win, they could kind of, they could hack machines if there was voter fraud Mm -hmm. uh, and that could lead to them rigging the election for the candidate they want. Okay. Now, I'm going to add on to that because, I mean, that that argument is kind of, it has kind of holes in it because, I mean, if if it's already, if they kind of complain that, you know, that machines can be hacked and blah, blah, blah. That can always be happening now. Like, I don't know if you heard of a guy who passed away uh, last year, but his name was Dick Gregory. And he ran for president one year. And uh, the machines, I guess, had a, had a mishap or something. But the, the, the machines said yeah. that he won the presidency. You know what I mean? So the machines are, are already not reliable. They weren't reliable back then. They're not going to be reliable today. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that argument is kind of nailed and null and void because – of that situation. Yeah. But that's another argument that a lot of people make is if the machines can malfunction, what if there was like a giant malfunction? Like if we were just basing it off of every single vote and not saying, oh, you get this amount of electoral votes and you get this amount of electoral votes, like would, like what if there was a, uh, if there was a computer malfunction, could that hurt the other uh, candidate? Uh, so like, if you look at the, you know what the, because the Iowa caucus, do you know what the Iowa caucuses are? Yes, I heard of it. Yeah, so during the Iowa caucuses, during the Democratic primary between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, it was extremely close, and they did a computer system. They didn't just do, like, a ballot system. They just did a computer system, and there was this huge malfunction, and they couldn't figure out. They had to, like, reset the computers to figure out who everybody voted for in Iowa because there was a computer malfunction, and we didn't learn for days who won the Iowa caucus. We didn't learn, like, we, we knew who, that, who won on the Republican side. It was Ted Cruz. But we didn't know who won on the Democratic side. Okay. Now, I mean, you talk about, you know, things not being able to be justified or uh, clarified or whatever as far as the machines and whatnot. But, I mean, is, it really, is that really the problem? I mean, even when people are finding out, you know, even though it was kind of a scandal the way it all came out to light, but, it, I mean, nonetheless, it still happened. 
You know what I mean? But like when Hillary stuff kind of kind of got exposed in the mail and DNC kind of got exposed for rigging certain things and things of that nature, like instead of trying to worry about votes, I mean, we already see that there's, you know, mis, you know misuse of power just by the, the platform itself. Yeah. So how do you how do you fix that? I mean, we we focusing on you know we're talking about voting and and you know and whether that works or not. But if you already know that you are kind of like being um, your vote is already not really mattering anyway because you're being deceived by the same people you're voting for. Yeah. Like, how do you fix that? Yeah. So uh, like, I'm trying to get what. Like, okay. Oh, do you I, mean like? Okay, I said once. I said really slow. People voted for the DNC. The DNC got exposed for emails, rigging certain primaries, oh. rigging certain things, holding Bernie Sanders back on certain things, things of this nature. Even though it kind of got exposed in a, a wrong kind of way, it still got exposed. And they still did those acts. So, you know, so even if you do vote with electoral colleges and stuff like that, how do you get around the rigging of the game from the same people you're voting I, I, for? I see what you're saying. So in the DNC, they don't have this in the general election. They don't have this in the Republican primary. They only have this in the Democratic primary. It's called superdelegates. And what superdelegates are, they're completely different. That's where like big Democratic Party officials like senators and governors and Democrats that are elected officials give uh, a delegate to a candidate they like. And that delegate means more than it would if you or I voted for a Democrat. Mm. It means like a lot more. Um, if you want to, con- it looks like our time's almost up. If you want to continue this conversation, like in another chat, we can do that if you want. Yeah, I don't mind talking to you again, man. I, re- I about to say you're very informative. Uh, how, how, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Thank you. So, um, yeah, so because in sorry, yeah, sorry, we were gonna say. I was asking how old you were. Uh, I am uh, 19 years old. Okay, well, I'm glad to talk to you, man. You sound very informative, and it's really good to have someone at your age level, age group, to be so informed about what's going on and things like that. So I hope you continue your path. And like I said, man, if you want to do another show with and finish this conversation, I'll be I'll be glad to do so. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Nolan, I will uh, contact you back while I will add you, and then we can go from there. Okay. All right, appreciate it, man. Good. Internal, what are you doing here? It is Challenge Day. I, Internal, have been watching from the mountains as the technological advancements have ruined humanity. I will not have it. I said I will not have it all. Emergency emerging for my destiny My lineage is kings and queens My frequency is gonna leave my legacy These are the bots, they follow me The humble to me, could it be comparison? I waste that time, you catch a few, you megatrons Your consciousness does not align You a slave to the hive mind By design, I'm a crime The last of my kind, I'm shifting paradigms All about that green, no more be vegetarian So far off from the meat, cause I'm serious Same amount of time, can't use mine You're delirious Always improving my consciousness Seen the love pursuing Always consuming, I have no choice but to give it to you. Yeah. My shopping world no longer seems to sputter. The globe is starting to spin. My crop is at the hover. Grinding my roots, grinding my beam roots. me up. Scotty's to the crown. There's a silence to the violence. Why we turn it down? Why we turn it down? Majority follows minority. Abandon my lordy. Acknowledge authority. 
I'm fearing me morally So I gotta keep so it I moving gotta keep it yeah. fluid Concepts equally exuded Executed, undisputed Overheated, I'm your heated I'm your greeted like a student Please don't let this mama fool you In the future, I'm a guru To you humans, I'm a mutant Trying to get you guys a plan You a hostage on this planet I'm in transit, it's a challenge How'd you manage all this damage? Oh my God, on my bars You a spine from a god On my bars, I'm a god Music from a demigod Stimulating thoughts at night in the spark Exposed in the dark Find me out and turn to Marnar Adam. Okay, Adam or Adam Moo. Welcome to Ignite the Spark, Adam Moo. And uh, we uh, talk about, you know, just life in general and, you know, exposing the dark and things of that nature. And I happened to see this, this topic called government conspiracy. So I, like, I, had, I had to click on it, I do. And uh, so I wanted to know before we get started, um, are you a podcaster or in, uh, where are you located at the moment? Yes, uh, Sparks, I'm a podcaster. I'm currently located in the United States, um, and uh, I run uh, the Nigeria Freedom Radio, which is the title of my podcast. Okay. And do you, do you have a website that people can find you at? Absolutely. Once uh, you go to my profile, you would see my website. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll make sure I uh, leave a link or something in the description so that followers can uh, check your website out if they choose to do so. Um, I would like to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, is this title, the government conspiracy, is this the topic that you made up or did you just happen to pop up in here? Well, I wonder why I must have, the one I had was government is bad. So I think that was, government conspiracy was one of the options. I must have clicked it by mistake. But yes, it's government is bad. Okay, so government, I'm is bad. government is bad. And if you agree with me, then we can choose another topic. If you don't, then we can talk. You can try to convince me basically that government is good. Okay. Well, I will definitely try to convince you that government is good, but I'm going to come from a different angle on that. So uh, before I, before I uh, uh, address that government is good, I would like to hear your points of views on why you think government is bad. Yeah, absolutely, Sparks. Well, uh, government is bad because it's immoral. Immoral means if I do anything to you, maybe ask you for money, take your money, anything of you that I want to do, I need to ask you for permission. And if you don't give me your permission, that is immoral. So let's say, for example, taxes. Now, if you go to Walmart to buy, let's say, uh, a milk, and you go to the counter, and you say, you know what, today I don't want to pay the 7% tax or 8% uh, sales tax. You go, you're going to go to prison. <laughs> you're going to die or go to prison. You don't have a choice. So that makes it immoral. So whether or not I liked it, I have to pay that tax. Nobody asked me. Nobody okay. took my consent. So that what that was uh, makes government immoral. Anything government does, there are people that don't like it, but they still have to pay, or their life have to be regulated. Okay. So anything okay. that anyone don't seek your consent is immoral, is bad. So that's my argument. Okay, I can understand that argument. And to tell you the truth, I do. 
uh, I actually can agree with you as far as, you know, taking, you know, taxes um, without permission. I can agree with that. But what I said I was going to disagree with you as far as saying government is bad is because government doesn't create itself. In order for a government to form, people have to come together to create a government. So in reality, the government is just the DBA, the business name. But in reality, the are really the government. And uh, the reason why a government is bad, so to speak, is because really the people are bad. <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but, you know, if, if the people actually did their jobs and, and monitored the government instead of just putting people in place and, and then just waiting four to eight years later, I don't, you know, four to eight years to vote every four to eight years, they just if they if they just voting for the, uh, every four eight years without without monitoring that vote to make sure that the person they gave it to is doing what they're supposed to be doing, then you can come across uh, um, immoral situation because I kind of like I said I I definitely agree with you on the taxes part of it and the reason I say that is because um, I don't really agree with um, going to fight someone or killing someone. I haven't even sat across the table with yet. I haven't even spoke with you. I don't even know what your face looks like, so I don't agree with killing you. And by the fact, what you're saying, by the fact that you're paying taxes without permission, those taxes are being used to create weapons and also used to fund wars, which you are uh, uh, is a coercion for you to be able to take part of it because your money is funding the action. So that's why I said I can agree with you, but I can also disagree with you. All right, Smack, so let me ask you this. If, what kind of taxes, if any, would you allow to take place in government? Would you allow any taxes or no taxes? And if well, yes, what do I you would... want to fund with the taxes? Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a fair question. That's a fair question, I do. Uh, actually, I do. If you want to be a part of a culture or society, then I would say then, yes, you do have to, you know, uh, do your part. You don't want to go into a person's home and, and like, you don't want to visit a person's home and stay there for a whole year and never help take out the trash, never wash dishes, never help cook, never help clean up because you're where you're welcome out. So if you're going to be a part of society or culture, then, yes, needed because we all come together to live in one environment. And so the taxes... You know, I feel that personally that a person should have an option on what their taxes are used on. You know, if you don't want to fund war, there are some people who are just military-minded, so they have no problem funding a war. You know what I mean? But there's other people who would like to put their money toward infrastructure or into education. And there's so many people in the culture that you can actually give these people these options and still have enough money to, um, to, to function as a, as a society. So, you know, I would say to use the money, and the money could still be used the same as it is now, uh, minus the, 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 the backdoor loops and the little black holes that no one knows about that's been funded, minus those. I would say to keep taxes all the same, but just be more, just monitor them more and give people the option to say where they don't want their money to go. So, Sparks, give me, because the reason I'm asking is, I want you to give me an example of one item. Because I want to use that example to ask you further questions. So give me, take pick okay. an item. Okay. Gold, what, what uh, kind of thing do you want to fund okay. if you are to fund okay. government? Mm -hmm. If you're going to be in the community, if you're going to be in culture and you drive a car, 
then your taxes should be used to pay for roads and for and for roads to be fixed or built. If you if you feel like you should drive a car, then you should also help pay for the roads. Okay. So, would you, Sparks? Like I respect you. You want to use your money to build road. Would you give me that same respect if I say I'm not going to use your road ever? And I want to keep my money. Would you give me the same respect I give you to use your money the way you want it? Or would you force me to still pay? If you're going to say, if, I'm, if, we're, if you're going to live, let's say we live in a, um, in a neighborhood. And the neighborhood has four roads. If you're going to tell me, well, Jay, I'm not going to drive on this one road. I'm only going to take three roads. I will never drive on this one road, so I don't want to pay, you know, any money to get this road fixed. I would say that's fair. If you're not going to use it, you don't have to pay. But it, as soon as you use it, you will have to pay. It, so that's a fair thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't force you to pay for something you're not using. That's, that's immoral. You know? <laughs> that's, it, goes against, it goes against your free will. I'm imposing my – see, that's the thing about – what you're talking about we all are supposed to have free will and we all do but the problem is is when your free will imposes against my free will then we have an issue you know if you're telling me i have to if, I, if i'm telling you you have to pay and you don't want to because you're not using something i'm going against your free will and that's that's basically going against the order okay so you would allow me to keep my money is that what you are saying you wouldn't force um, me to pay for what I don't want to use, right? Correct. So, what about if I say I do not want to use anything that you bring to sell to me to ask me to pay? So, I don't want to use your road. I don't want to use your hospital. I want to provide my own. Would you allow me? Would you respect me to keep my money and not use your, your stuff? Where would you be living? If, where is your home at? Is your home built in the culture? Or is your home built in a forest? Is your home built on your own land where you don't have to be a part of culture at all? And yes, you have that right to not pay for anything. But if you're going to be a part of culture in any kind of way, then you have to pull your weight in some kind of way. It's just, it's, culture is just like family. You know, if you have a family, the mother and father, the mother and father don't say, okay, children, you know, you've been born now, you're only one years old, but get out there and work because we need you to pay the bills. No, you know, they don't have to do that until because they're, they're, they're not reliable yet. But when they get to a certain age, then you say, okay, it's time for you to start pulling your weight. You know, you're up you're to a certain age now, it's time for you to start to pull your weight and help out. And so that's how culture is. Culture is a family, and you should want to help out if you're going to be a part of it. Okay. So what about if you, you offer me help? You made mention of the child. I don't see the correlation because a child is completely, is, a child is a slave to their parent. And it's the parent's Not choice really. to bring the child. So let's say you, you offer me help. And I say, no, I do not want to use your road and I do not want to pay. Because that is very clear. I want to find a way to go out of my house to come into my house. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that is none of your business how I do that. All you care is I don't use your road. 
oh, I don't use your driveway, anything like that. So that's what I'm saying. Would you allow me to keep my money? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still agreeing with you. Um, okay. I do. I'm still, Adam, I'm still agreeing with you. I'm just, I'm just saying to you, though, if your, if your home or any part of your lifestyle is connected to culture in any kind of way or the society in any kind of way, then, yes, you have to um, chip in. You have to chip in because you are a part of the culture. The only way you should not chip in is like what you're saying, like if you don't want to use the road or nothing like that, is if you have your own stuff separate from the culture. You don't, you don't, your, your house is nowhere connected. No, no, it's not connected to the road. That's part of culture. Your, your driveway is not connected to the road. That's connected to the road, to the, you know, to the road. So as long as your stuff is, is not connected and you are sovereign, 100% sovereign from the culture, then no, you shouldn't have to pay. But if you have to use electricity, if you have to use water pumps, if you have to use water pipes to get water into your home through the, from underground that you did not build yourself, and it's coming from the water system and things like that, then yes, you should definitely chip in because you're, you're taking, you're using something that's coming from the culture. So, okay. you're not really, and you're, you're... Spark. So I, you know, I get all that, but everything you mentioned, I can pay for myself. So I can pay for the, for the water. I can pay for the electricity. The only thing I'm asking is I don't want you to, uh, to force me to pay, uh, to pay for that. I want to be able to do that myself. Um, Understand. So, how would you pay for your water, though, Adam? How 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 does the water get into your home? Do you go to the the ocean and bring the water back home and boil it, or is it coming out of your tap? I can I can dig my bo- I can dig my well in my land. In fact, uh, okay, yeah, I can. Okay. Dig that's my well. sovereign. Yeah, yeah, that's sovereign. That's what I'm saying. As long as you're sovereign and you're not using any part of culture, of course, you're not using course, cable, internet. I, you see, right, I, then I, yes, I you are free I, from tax. I can survive. Because if you allow me the freedom to use my own money, Sparks, I can get others that will build the road that I can pay them to use the road. Mm-hmm. How I provide that is how I get it myself. It's not the problem. It's, for example, when you say, oh, we shouldn't free the slaves because once we free the slaves, we don't know if they are going to get a job. Whether or not they will get a job is not the question. The question is keeping slaves is immoral because you are keeping them against their wishes. And that's what I'm saying. Forget about how I will survive. Let's deal with the immorality of forcing me to pay for something you want. I understand that, Adam. Uh, We're coming to 30 seconds close. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I do not agree. Just to make it clear, I do not agree that someone has to pay for something they don't want to be a part of. But I, I do 100% agree that if you're going to be a part of a society or, or, or organization or a community, you know, then you have to pull your weight in some kind of way, whether it's taxes or if you don't want to pay taxes, then go build stuff for free. But if you're going to be a part of culture, you have to help out. I appreciate that, Spike. It's been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. You have a nice day. Being that I was not able to do a second show with Adam Moo, I decided to do this section right here just to bring out some points um, about what we just got through listening to. And, you know, at the very beginning, you know, he was talking about taxes being immoral 
and he shouldn't have to go to the store and buy milk and pay like 70 cent tax, you know, because that's immoral. He just wants the milk. And I was thinking to myself then, but I was trying not to, you know, interrupt. I was trying to think to my, I was thinking to myself like, okay, but the milk has already been packaged. It's already been, it's already been cleaned out and there's no more other pus. It's no, it's not snot, cow snot, right? Uh, and it has, it's cold. So you ain't drinking hot milk. It's, it's already packaged. You know what I mean? It's like all these things have already been done for you. Someone else did them. You didn't do them, but you don't feel like the thing, only thing you feel like you should do is be able to pay the taxes. And, you know, that was one thing I just didn't agree with you, man. I just don't, I can't agree with that because that's, that's, you've been a leech. If I just black, if I just be blunt with it, that's been a leech. You're coming in and you're trying to get something for nothing. So therefore that is definitely been a leech, you know, and you don't want to help out. Like what's the purpose of coming into someone's home and eating up all their food and not doing anything about it, leaving the dishes in the sink, not sweeping the crumbs up off the floor, like you're just gonna create rodents, you know. I, I you also you also said something about not understanding the kid analogy. Like I understand how the kid fits in all this. Well, the kid fit, fit. Well, the kid will fit in all that because a kid is a kid. They're not responsible to help out. That's not their job. The kid is supposed to be a kid. It's not until they get a certain age that they become responsible to pull their own weight. And unless grown people are kids in society or culture, then yeah, maybe they shouldn't pay no taxes because they're kids. But if you don't agree that if you don't agree that you are a kid or a child, then you should be wanting to help out just by default. That should be the default. I want to help build the community by default. You know? And if you don't want to help build a community, like I was saying in the show, that's when you should move into a community, an area where there are, there is no government. Basically, you shouldn't, if you don't want to pay taxes, you should live where there is no government. What is a government? A government is a body of people who agree to, a, who, who agree to um, live to a certain standard. And if you don't want people telling you how to live, that's when you move yourself out of the area of governments. There's many places in the world still that does not have governments. So therefore they don't pay taxes. Right? Like, so what's the argument? Are you trying to get people to, you know, rebel against um, building a community? Because it's not about building. It's not really about rebuilding against government because, again, people are the government. So you trying to are you trying to get people not to help each other out? Say, saying that you know we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, chip in with extra little taxes or something to build on our roads and our school and infrastructure. Now I will still say that we should, as a sit as a as a society or a culture, we should have the option on where our taxes go. You know that way that way we're not um, inadvertently building our own karma because we're allowing our business to take our taxes or our money to go buy weapons and then go kill people. So just like if you um, was with a friend or something and they murdered somebody, you are an accessory to murder. You're a witness. You're just as guilty, especially if you don't say nothing. So what makes that any different with your tax money being used on weapons? So yes, I will say that we should have options on how our money is spent. 
But I will always say that if you want to be a part of society or a culture, you got to help build it. Peace, family. Addictions. I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension Think dimension Taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention The currency maker banking on us to get the media Always stimulating the mind so we won't listen Listen to these words, something like a magician Put my hand and camouflage into a musician The things that I mention Taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention No such thing as a halfway look You either see this shit or you're halfway shook Cause earth is the garden that will make us gardeners I'm living in this concrete jungle like it's Harlem It's next to the garden, the women change hollering Hollering the hoe, chop his head off, head off Looking for the rain man, have you seen the rain man? Rain man, drought, he's a grown, it's insane And the government thirsty, the prisons, the prisons thirsty, the cops, thirsty, people A lot of killing going on, going on Why they got a murder with cops? Before that shit is considered wrong Real slow like it's me alone People were afraid to live their life like it's all alone I thought about white lies Invested in black ties So I'm gonna bleed shit gonna bleed my own eyes I wonder if humanity's gonna wake up to realize The real war is taking place on the third eye Distracted by this mundane reality Until we die The masses of the people like the drama is glorified Switch it up, switch it up The climax, climax Relax like this, the IMAX According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension The things that I mention, taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention The currency maker banking on us to get dementia Always stimulating the mind so we won't listen Man, with these words, something like a magician Where my and camouflage into a musician The thing that I mention Take a mental body through ascension Since you're feeling time, pay attention The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.